right, everybody, welcome back to the Betting Pros podcast. I am your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Harris. It is time to take an early look at the week eight NFL lines. To do that with me is our old friend, Matt Peralt. You know him, host of the Daily Juice podcast. Find him on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, thanks for popping on with me today. How was your Sunday for the NFL? Eh, it was okay. I it, it ended with me losing a teaser on Monday night by a half a point. So oh, just kind of oh. how things go. I, I, if I had bet the same game teaser a little about a half an hour earlier, I would have gotten 42 and not 41 and a half. And it, the game fell 48. So I, I had 47 and a half. So that was kind of a bummer. I had the Colts plus nine and a half. So not the way that I wanted to end the week, but uh, decent week on the props. And, you know, the Chiefs really were the one, only game I completely whiffed on. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one bad. Yeah, whiff, that's it. that is uh, that was uh, something there. I I still I'm, I mean, right side, wrong side doesn't really matter. But I still think the under was very clearly the right side on that cold San Francisco game. I mean, the, the pass interference calls were just like nonstop and driving them down the field and everything like that. But is what it is. Let's rebound here. But uh, let's take an early look. And again, some news, as we say, we were recording this on Monday afternoon. News just broke about Devontae Adams, which will obviously impact probably the spread, I assume, and how we feel about the Thursday night game. But before we do, I remind you about two things. First, as you guys know, this podcast is brought to you by BetMGM. So our latest offer, you bet $10 for new customers, you win $200. If the team that you bet on in an NFL game scores a touchdown, so that's $10, win $200 in free bets. If the team that you bet on scores a touchdown when you use the code JUICE100, and we have Matt Peralt here, of course, which is uh, where that code comes from, from his podcast, The Daily Juice. Second, we are giving away a signed Saquon Barkley jersey. Entry is very simple. Leave a review for this show on Apple Podcasts or CastBox. Go to bettingpros.com slash review. That is it. If you are subscribed to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros, you get three times the entries. Also, there are a lot of benefits. Matt, videos. The Daily Juice podcast every single day, like a true champion right there. Matt and I do a live stream every Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. So it's a great thing to do anyway. So subscribe there to YouTube.com slash Spending Pros. And also go ahead and leave a review for the show and enter to win a signed Saquon Barkley jersey. Matt, you ready to get into it? Let's go. Big news. Thursday night game. Just found out. Devontae Adams on the reserve COVID list. I haven't seen him officially ruled out, but I assume he's out. Uh, that is right now the Cardinals laying four and a half points at home. And the total is it's fine. I totally messed up and uh, messed up on the total. Give me a second. It is 52 and a half. What do you think right now? And does the Adams uh, injury do anything for you? Well, number opened up at three and a half. It's already moved to four and a half. So I'll tell you what the, what the Adams news is. It's worth a point, which is pretty. If you look at what wide receiver. No, you know what? That was before Adams. Unless unless they knew that the line. What move was before Adams, just so you know. Okay, so, but it was open at three and a half, and the move went to four and a half. So the first move when the number opened, the first move was towards the Cardinals. So I guess with the Adams news, uh, has anyone taken it off the board? Is it still on the board? I'll take a look right now, uh, but last I checked, it was still on. But so, so yeah, what I, I, yeah, I would say the, the money for the Cardinals is going to come pouring in here without Adams because you're talking about the number one security blanket, number one wide receiver in the NFL, and really the guy who moves the offense for the Green Bay Packers up against the defense for the Cardinals has been surprisingly good this season. And I mean, the number one point differential offensive defense right now uh, for the Cardinals and the Cardinals have given up 40 points fewer than anybody else in their division right now. So that defense has been very good. And it was going to be a test anyway for the Packers to score on the road. 
although Aaron Rodgers' numbers in primetime are quite impressive. He's 10-5 and five straight up, 10-4-1 against the number, playing on Thursday night football. But I think without his star wide receiver, I think right now, this four-and-a-half point number, I would jump on it before it gets to be any higher. I think they're Too calling late. on the right side. Too late. Uh, Six. Six yep. now, and the okay. total has dropped to 50-and-a-half. Jeez. Well, there you go. And, um, well, I'll say this. I would wait then. Yes, and I and, and I would let this thing climb and see yes. if we can get over seven and then take the Packers. Yep, that's exactly right. That is the play. Exactly what I was thinking, Matt. And it's going to continue to climb, I'm sure, because this is just an immediate just reaction. Interesting that they didn't take it off the board even to think about it. That they just moved it right here to four and a half, uh, from four and a half to six. So yeah, I think this is going to continue to climb here, and it's going to be really interesting to see what we're going to see. But I do think eventually that. This probably gets to a touchdown is my guess just because the money is going to come pouring in so much. Once it gets past there, yeah, I will take a bite here on the Packers for sure because it is still Aaron Rodgers, still a team with a decent defense. And the Cardinals at some point, Matt, at some point are due for a letdown. Well, but, uh, look, they just had it on, on against the Texans. I mean, the first half, they were asleep. Sure. They had, to, they had to wake up and they were thankfully playing Davis Mills, who couldn't do anything for that offense. Otherwise, I think they, they would have lost that game yep. on Sunday. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they are they're trending like a team that needs a loss to kind of wake them up and shake them up a little bit. So, yeah, they're not running the table. They're not going 17 and 0. No, they're going to they're going to have four to five losses at the end of the year. And it's very possible the Packers win the game outright. And they were a missed field goal away from losing to the Vikings. Let us not right. forget any of that as well earlier in the year. Uh, Dolphins are visiting the Bills. The Bills are 13 and a half point favorites with a total of 48. What do you think? Look, this is a really interesting week because of the, the this is the week that Deshaun Watson has to be traded by Tuesday. So Tua made the uh, said today he was asked about the trade rumors. He said, I do hear it, but I tend to I try to ignore it. So he clearly understands his jobs on the line. He played pathetically really bad over the weekend. And I I think Tua is probably not going to be a starting quarterback in the league next year. The Texans don't even want him back in a return trade. So it's not like, oh, you go to the Texans, at least you're a starter in the league still is only 32 jobs. He's not going to be a starter next year, and I think he knows he's not going to be a starter next year. I'd be real careful of this Dolphins defense because I think the Bills are going to torch him. I wouldn't lay 13 and a half points, but if I had to pick it, I would take Buffalo for sure. Uh, I think I might like the over. I don't know about you because I think Buffalo is going to put up a ton of points here. And look, the thing about Tua is I'm, we can talk about your proclamation that Tua is not uh, going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL going forward, which may or may not be true. Uh, but they you still love the Dolphins. Up. What, 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 what do you have? I don't, but first what, of yes, all, we, we, we talked about this on Sunday. You were, you were on, you're on the Dolphins on Sunday and you like to it now. And look, what is the deal with you and the Dolphins? First of all, uh, I, I, we were correct on the teaser. You know, that plus eight and yep. a half. And I had them at plus two and a half, which they covered, which is fine. It's nothing. It's just for the fact that, as you know, I do fantasy projections and Tua for their offense is much better than admittedly Jacoby Brissett, which is fine. I'm not saying I'm dying to have Tua as a quarterback, but perhaps when you grow up as a Jets fan and you live your entire life there, you are sort of what you allow more passes for a guy who is adequate. He made some terrible decisions in that game, but do I think that he couldn't start for the Texans right now and he would be sort of, you know, a, a startable option? I mean... Would you rather have Case Keenum or uh, Tua Tungavailoa there, Matt? Like, but that's a backup quarterback. Yes, I know, but you have to have a backup quarterback that you're willing to start over somebody oh, fine, like Tua. But I just told you, Tua next year is going to be a backup quarterback in the league, which you are agreeing with. 
You put him in the same category as Case Keenum. No, no. I was asking you if you would prefer Case Keenum. Look, you and I can we'll have we'll no, the Browns have Baker podcast. Mayfield. The Browns already have a starting quarterback. They're not gonna go and have Tua over Baker. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you're putting him in the class of like, how can he be a starting quarterback? And I'm saying, as of right now, name me a backup quarterback that you would prefer over Tua Tonga Vailoa in the league. I can't. Well, that's not the point, though. We're arguing whether there's a starting quarterback position that I would want for Tua right now. And, would and you Texans start Davis just, Mills or would you start Tua? No, the, Texans, the Texans are already telling you that they're drafting a quarterback next year. They don't want Tua. So that job's off the board. So then what other job are we seeing Tua getting to be a starting quarterback in the league? And there isn't one. No one's looking at him and saying, I want Tua to be my starter. Okay, well, as much as people would love to be able to uh, have us debate Tua for this entire podcast, we could save that for our other podcast, Dan and Matt Fight Over Nonsense Things. But for this one, um, I like the over 48, Matt, because I think the Bills are going to be able to score at will. And again, my point with Tua is just like the Dolphins are at least a more competent offense uh, with Tua than they are with Jacoby Brissett. So it's not as if they're going to be completely shut down by a Bills team that has a very good defense. But it's not quite, Matt, for me, this this unit that is a completely shut down. You can't move the ball against them. Just totally forget it. They're a good defense. I don't think they're necessarily an elite defense. So I like the 48. I would jump on that now, actually, before I get anywhere else. Let's go on to the Titans visiting the Colts, Matt. This is a really interesting one. It's a divisional game. Colts played well. Right now, I've got the Colts laying one on betting pros and the total at 49. What do you think here? Over. These two teams play games where they score a ton of points, in particular in Indianapolis. This is always one of the games every year to look at when the Titans play at the Colts. This game historically goes over. I wouldn't play a side on this because I think I lean the I lean Indy, but Carson Wentz makes some really stupid decisions a lot yeah. with the football, and I'm real concerned about that. Titans, I think, will run all over Indy. I think they'll score. I think Indianapolis will throw all over the Titans. I like the over a lot here in this game. Do you think that yesterday with the Chiefs had anything to do with the Titans sort of, you know, buckling down a little bit defensively? Or was that all on the Chiefs just being completely out of sorts offensively? It's the offensive line for Kansas City that cannot protect Patrick Mahomes. And so the Titans secondary is still an absolute train wreck. It's a mess. But they couldn't give any time to Mahomes to find guys down the field because teams know that now after watching what the Bucks did to Kansas City, they do the same thing. They play zone and they rush and they blitz and they try to pressure the quarterback and they got home because an offensive line is absolutely awful right now for Kansas City. So that's the recipe. I don't think Indy's got the same problem. Indy's offensive line is very good and I think they'll take up any type of blitz packages. They'll pick it up and I think they'll throw the ball deep. I think the receivers are going to have huge games for Indianapolis coming up. I think Wentz is a big game throwing the football against Titans. And so I assume, though, with the spread, you don't feel the need if you liked either side, which doesn't sound like you do right now. You don't feel the need to bet this now, right? Because it's at plus no. one. It's not it's not going to move past like three or anything either way. Right. I don't think so. Barring any injury news. I don't think so. I, I think if you want to bet this game, you can wait and make sure everyone's OK with covid protocols and injuries and whatnot. But I, I think this really is a coin flip game between two teams that are uh, are a little bit more similar than what the records indicate. And I think mm -hmm. home field is significant here. Uh, but I do like the. I, I think we're seeing a lot of points here in this game. I don't like either defense to stop the offenses. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that uh, Indianapolis with Carson Wentz fully healthy right now, as he looks, has, you know, 
stupid decisions aside, uh, really has started, you know, even without T.Y. Hilton in this last game, between Taylor, between Pittman, they're really getting going here. And of course, we know about what the Titans can do offensively. Rams get a second straight uh, ginormous spread here, traveling to Houston, laying 14 and a half and a total of 48. Are you willing to go to the well and back the Rams on the big spread again? Yeah, because they didn't play well against the Lions. And I think there's, there's a lot of anger there. Uh, after what happened, I think the special teams coach for the Rams probably had a really rough Monday morning. And when you when you walk in and two faked punts and one onside kick that stole three possessions for the Lions, not good from a Rams perspective. I do expect them to go to Texas and take the living daylights unless <laughs> Tyrod Taylor plays. If he Tyrod is practicing. Pl- he is he's going to practice, right? Yep, yep. He's practicing. If he plays, I would be a little bit more hesitant to come in and go heavy on this, but 14 and a half doesn't scare me. Even with Tyrod Taylor, I would take the Rams. Do you think that the line will move if Tyrod Taylor is named the starting quarterback here? I think it's possible, but I don't know how. I mean, I think the pros might move it down to 14 or 13 and a half. You may get a better number. I still mm-hmm. think the Rams kill him, even with Tyrod okay. Taylor playing. I think the Rams are going to kill him. Fair enough. Let's get to the Panthers visiting the Falcons. How far we have fallen as the Panthers, as you know, mapped. I liked the Panthers very much yesterday. I had a complete off on that game. The Falcons are now laying three points, total of 46. So many people screwed me on this. Yeah, game. you, you had it. You no, had I, it. I had it in both my circuit teams. Yes, because, but because you didn't like my, it. I hated it. You didn't it. like it. You hated I absolutely it. hated it. You did. Sam Darnold going to New York. Everyone's yeah. like, well, Danny, you know, Danny Dimes stinks. Joe Judge is having to explain why he's losing this team. And, and then, like, that win, the Panthers are awful without Christian McCaffrey. Awful without him. He is their entire team. And Matt Rule, I look, it, unless Deshaun Watson waives his no-trade clause, that team's in big trouble because they're hitching their wagon to Sam Darnold, and Darnold stinks, all yep. right? He flat-out stinks. People need to stop telling me that Darnold's good, that Darnold, it, there's some underlying thing that I'm not watching, that I need to learn more about him or his quarterback abilities or whatever. Darnold stunk in New York. He stinks for Carolina. He throws picks. He keeps on turning the football over. I mean, look, I'm on the Falcons over for uh, over seven and a half wins. So I like the Falcons here laying three points at home against this Panthers team until McCaffrey comes back. The Panthers are a fade, hard fade. Yeah, I, I can't take the Falcons. I tell you that. I, I can't take the Panthers. I tell you that. Like, there's no way that you can take them after watching what we saw uh, in that game. And again, they were getting apps. He was getting pressured. They were, you know, uh, Chuba Hubbard couldn't find any running room against the Giants, right? Who get no pressure whatsoever. It was just insane. That team looks in disarray. I'm very concerned about him. I don't know how I feel about it yet, so I'm not making a move on it. It's not a game that I really want to go near, but it is something Kyle where... Kyle Pitts, man. Kyle Pitts, back-to-back 100 yards receiving. Yeah. I saw, I saw a PFF tweet uh, on, on Monday morning. Kyle Pitts has not dropped a ball thrown to him since 2019 at Florida. Yeah. Kyle Pitts is a unicorn uh, at the tight end position. <laughs> What's so funny, dude, is that, like, I, I you know, if I'm switching around, I'm, I got a bunch of different TVs going at once, and I'm looking at a bunch of different games. Like, I don't realize it's Pitts... Because he looks like a wide receiver at first. Like, until I see the number, he looks like a wide receiver, but he's built like a tight end. Like, those guys, it's just incredible to watch. And they are, what's great is, again, thought maybe, like, whether or not it's just that they need a little time under Arthur Smith. And this is still when Calvin Ridley's not even playing that well, right? He didn't look great yesterday, even though he got 10 targets, he found the end zone, didn't look great. But they're involving Cordero Patterson, and he looks great. Kyle Pitts is incredible. Matt Ryan looks a little more confident right now. Not a great team or anything like that. 
when you're going up against a team like the Panthers right now, which you are correct, I, you know, I was rooting for Sam Darnold, um, you know, even as a Jets fan, I, I wanted him to be in a situation where he could succeed. But man, this, this looks very familiar to me, Matt, as I look at. So I'm not taking the Panthers. I'm not sure I'm, I'm willing to go near the Falcons, but it's close. This is an interesting one to me, Matt. The 49ers are visiting the Bears. The Bears are getting three and a half points. The total's 39 and a half. What do you think? Look, the, the Niners have got a real big problem at quarterback, and Kyle Shanahan doesn't do his team any favors when he's asked about Jimmy Garoppolo being a starting quarterback, and he's like, I guess yeah. so. Ugh. I guess so. Ugh. Like, it, it's, I like Kyle Shanahan, but in the leadership category, I think he's lacking, and, and I think he really doesn't understand how a team's going to respond to you. Like, you need the team to buy into Jimmy G until Lance is healthy to go again, and it doesn't sound like he's coming back for this game. So yeah. you have Jimmy G. He's your starter. Your year is not over. You're two and four. Yeah. The team that's in first place is seven and oh, you are four games behind the Cardinals already in the division. And you're just acting nonchalant and flip it about, you know, you have to win with Jimmy G right now. Yeah. But the Bears, on the other hand, are coached by Matt Nagy, who just got Terrible. COVID. Right. So he so he could be out for this game. Not that it, I don't know how big of a subtraction that's going right. to be. Right. Might be Matt addition, Nagy. by the way. Might, right. Yeah. Not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> it, might, it might be a plus to not have him out there. But I mean, Justin Fields scores three points yesterday on the road against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Offense looked completely pathetic. Defense equally looked pathetic. I, I don't know what to make of this game. To be quite honest, I want no part of this game. I don't know which team is going to show up and be. I mean, right now I would say that the Niners should probably win, but I don't know that. I mean, I'm not. I mean, running. You know, their running attack should be traveling to Chicago, but right. Oof, I don't know. That's a tough game to call. Yeah, I am not scared off by the hook. Now, oddly enough, there's one book that I'm seeing right now that it's at three. The consensus line is three and a half. The book that's at three, my book, DraftKings. Uh, I feel a lot better about that. Um, and I realize, like, look, I don't road favorites when they're kind of crappy teams like the 49ers are right now. Not really where I want to go. But holy cow, I can't remember seeing a quarterback who is quite so overwhelmed right now, or at least the way it looks in the NFL, like Justin Fields. And I don't want to make any proclamation about his career. I know what, you know, maybe this is just, but the game I was talking about on our fantasy podcast yesterday, the game looks too fast for him right now. And the 49ers still have a solid defense. They're going to get after the quarterback. And again, last night, I know they looked terrible offensively, but it was a monsoon out there, and I think they they can show a little more coming in here in a game that they obviously have to win. So I do like the 49ers right here. I don't think you have to go after it right now because it's not it's at three and a half. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna climb much further than that. Certainly, um, so I don't think you need to go after it. The total of 39 and a half is just ridiculous, but I, I want no part of it whatsoever. Uh, you know how often I back the Eagles, Matt. It's probably time for me to stop doing that. Uh, the Eagles are visiting the Lions. Same thing here. Eagles as a road favorite here, laying three and a half total low, a little bit higher, 47 and a half. What do you think? So this is now you're, you're finding out why my circuit team went 0 and 5 this week. Um, because the both Eagles, of them. Oh, Eagles, Panthers. My partner was oh. just adamant. He, I mean, he was oh. in love with the Eagles. Huge bet on the Eagles. You are, yep. I can't believe but, they didn't even cover the teaser, man. Like just that, so that's what I did. I teased them up to nine and to nine, and I yeah. thought that was gonna be safe. And and Jalen Hurts, again, it's this terrible. is the league is filled up with mediocre coaches with mediocre quarterbacks right now. It's amazing. Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, you got Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. You just go down the list of these guys who are 
not, I mean, Joe Judge and Danny Dimes. I mean, it, it is remarkable how consistent we are right now with mediocre coaches and mediocre quarterbacks. And Jalen Hurts is much like I've been talking about with Darnold and in, 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 in Tua. Jalen yep. Hurts is not a starting quarterback. He's just not a starting quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. And he'll be a backup next year. Eagles will replace him. Lions are 0-7, but the difference with this Lions team is that they're fighting. And if they play the way they played last week against the Rams, against yep. the Eagles, they will yep. beat the Eagles. And they have to do that. Onside kicks, fake punts, trick plays, misdirections. Throw the kitchen sink at the Eagles to get a win because it's there for you if you do what you're capable of doing. I can't believe the Eagles allowed Derek Carr to go 31 of 34. That is insanity. Ridiculous. So maybe Jared Goff has a big game. Uh, I am taking the Lions and I'm taking them now um, because I – I, yeah, if you're going to give me the hook right now, and this yep. is from the guy who who loves the Eagles, uh, I just I think the bottom line is they play Matt. They we've known this about this. Like say what you want about Dan Campbell, and I thought what he did uh, was phenomenal. I thought the way they came out of that game and they just said, "We know what we're up against right now. We're gonna have some fun with it and see what we can do. And we're probably gonna lose. And it's fine. And it all worked in the beginning. And it was really cool. But they fought till the very very end they were in that game and you're gonna say that they're home right now against an Eagles team that looks terrible that's probably not gonna have Miles Sanders even if that is not a huge deal but that just looks in complete disarray and you're gonna give me the hook right now there's a lot of threes out there as well I I don't love it quite as three but if you're giving me the hook I'm doing it now because I don't want it to drop to three and I think it might I think this is strikes me Matt as something where sharp betters maybe I'm wrong are gonna come in on the lines here and it's gonna get down to three so I would take it now when it's three and a half Let's get to the game that everybody wants to watch. The Bengals visiting the Jets. Um, the Bengals are laying nine and a half here. And the total, hold on, I just had it up and I lost it. Somehow it's coming. I will give you the total in a second, but give me the spread here. Nine and a half for the Bengals. Oh, I got it. And the total is 43 and a half. Sorry. What am I missing? Why is it this 14? Backup, backup quarterback for the Jets. Okay, backup quarterback. You're not going to have in Zach Wilson for, for two to four weeks with the yep. sprained MCL. You've got a, a receiver in Jamar Chase who just broke the record for the most receiving yards in his first seven weeks ever. Yep. And Burrow is ripping apart defenses like crazy and just carved up the the Ravens on the road. Yep. Now going to the Jets. Why isn't this higher? I would I would uh, DraftKings is at nine. Nine yeah, at DraftKings as well. Yeah. Give me the Bengals minus nine. So what about nine and a half at where it is at Fine, a lot of nine other and a half. Anything, anything yeah. below double digits, give me the Bengals. Do you worry though, man? I mean, you you know the industry as well as anybody else. Do you worry when like I, I'm in complete agreement with you? What I mean, Mike White are really I mean, when you look at what happened this weekend and what we're looking at going forward, you see a line like this that screams at you, how do I not push all my chips in on the Bengals? Does that worry you at all just because of it? Well, look, the Patriots were the same thing. Patriots were seven point yeah. favorites at home, and everyone was That's like, fair. "Here comes the trap! Here comes the hook!" It went to seven and a half, and the pros hammered the Jets. Patriots scored fifty three points on this team. I mean, Pete, Mac Jones scored fifty three points on this team. What is I'm Burrow aware. gonna do? <laughs> what is yeah. Burrow gonna do? I mean, come I mean, on I now. Guess, I guess if you want to say, if you want to build a case for it, you could say, "Well, it's obviously a." "Quote unquote letdown spot for the Bengals, and they could be looking ahead. Of course, they've got the Browns the week after that a divisional game, but still, realistically, I I agree with you. Under I and do it now, I would because it's right. got to climb to ten. It's got to climb to ten without a question. So 
I'm going to bet it now as well. And again, DraftKings 9, uh, a little bit better for me. Steelers visiting the Browns here, Matt. The Browns are laying three and a half points, and the total is 42 and a half. Yeah, this is a stay away game for me. I, I, I think these are the old black and blue divisional type of games that could go any which way in the injury to Baker and whether or not he's playing. I mean, I, I think he's going to be dealing with that pain for a long yeah. for the entire year and, and he can't run. Now he's got a broken because he's he's popped it out of the socket so many times that he broke the shoulder, the actual yeah, socket the humorous. Itself. Yeah, yeah, he right, broke yeah. that bone because it's popping out so many times, which is like the number one concern. When I started when I, it happened to me, when it came out three times, the, the reason why they went in and did surgery finally with me was because they're like, if you keep doing this, you're going to break your it's going to be a lot more painful in a longer term surgery, longer term recovery, because you're going to break the bone. Because you just ah. constantly, yeah. So like yeah. they're like, we we have to go in and fix this now, otherwise you could have some real big problems. You're lucky that you haven't broken it yet. So it's like, okay, so I got to go in and get it taken care of. So I've had the same surgery, and you know, it's it's extremely painful when that shoulder comes out. It is unlike anything I've ever felt in my life because of the overall pulsing and throbbing and, and the spasm. This is a terrible. This is a terrible one minute of podcasting right now. I'm going to go awful. vomit. But it, go it's ahead. So it so hurts. It, it's it's awful. So. I mean, I get. Back, I can't believe Baker went back into the game. I mean, it's unbelievable how much how oh, tough yeah, that tough kid dude. is. Yep. To to go in there and, and with, with that injury and get hit by three hundred and fifty pound men. I mean, no, 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 thank you. But yeah. on the, on the other side, I mean, the Steelers catching three and a half points is is pretty attractive. But I hate that Steeler offense. So, I, 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 I this is a no play for me. Yeah, I lean Steelers to be honest. Uh, and if you like it for me, I would do it now just in case it gets to three because I do think that the Browns are going to be a little overvalued based on what we saw with Denver, which I think was a lot more about Denver. Now, Nick Chubb's going to return here, but you got the Steelers off a bye. You've got them as underdogs, which I always much prefer them under Tomlin, just as a, as a road underdog here. Um, and they they also are starting to play a little bit better. Ben looks a little bit better. The offensive line looked a little bit better. And I think the Browns here are a little overvalued. So I personally would do the Steelers, and I would take them now. Uh, but again, it's not something where I'm going to you know, run in because these divisional games, you know, you really never know how it's going to be, regardless of if Mayfield plays. Jaguars are visiting the Seahawks, Matt. We don't know anything that happens tonight, of course, with the Seahawks because we're recording this before they play here on Monday night against the Saints. But as of right now, they are laying three and a half points to the Jaguars and the total is 43 and a half. What do you think? Uh, I mean, what do you do with this? This to me, if Seattle plays poorly, this is a game the Jaguars can win. And I just need to watch and see the Seattle defense as to how they are against the pass. I mean, the DJ Chark injury being out for the year stinks for this offense for the Jaguars. They've already beaten the Dolphins. I, they had the bye last week off of the trip to London. And so now here they are preparing for a Seattle team that might be two and five at mm -hmm. home without Russ. I don't know. I think the three and a half points is what I probably would take, but it's a tough it's a tough game to bet. Yeah, if forced, I think three and a half. Like if you're giving me your money, Matt, that's probably where I would put it. But uh, it's not something where I'm going to risk my own. I think no matter what the spread is, I'm not going to feel comfortable with it. Because again, I to get me to back Urban Meyer, kudos to you who backed them in London. Crazy man that you were. And that turned out, <laughs> hey, turned out correctly. What do you want? You had a lot of good reads there uh, with that. But uh, yeah, I just I probably can't do. But again, I want no part of Seattle with Geno Smith. So I'm probably staying away. Your team, Matt is going to Los Angeles high off a giant win there. The Chargers are laying five and a half, coming off a bye. The total is 48 and a half. Man, I got to do a lot of research on this, okay? Because the initial read for most people is going to be one, let down, two, 
Justin Herbert, three road trip to California, right? Here's the thing, though. The Patriots against the Chargers and against I got to go back and watch that game last year because they should have won this game last year at Los Angeles against the Chargers. This is one of the games where there were mistakes made by Cam Newton that cost the team, but they had a really good game plan up against that Chargers defense and they were right there to win the game. So I need to do more. My initial lean is Patriots catching five and a half. But I need to go and do some real research as to how this team's going to approach because they did the dink and dunk last year with Cam and the red zone offense really bogged down. They couldn't get Cam in the in the end zone as much as they would have liked. This is a game where Herbert might get flux, uh, you know, flustered a little bit and the Patriots might be able to throw a defense at him that confuses him. You know, he's not a rookie, but he's a second year player who's played pretty well this year. The, the, the thing that really concerns me are the injuries in the secondary for the Patriots right now. Another DB went down for the year today. Yeah, that that's my one concern up against this team. Austin Eckler might have a really big game. It could be a big yeah. Austin Eckler game. Sounds like a prop will bet. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about the total 48 and a half? I mean, it strikes me there's going to be points in this game, Matt. Uh, yes, you know, I agree. I, Okay. Yeah, over. I, I, would, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would definitely say the over in this game. I mean, Mac Jones on passes that are under 10 yards is completing 80% of his passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the dink and dunk king. Yeah. And you can do that against the Chargers. You you can, you know, they don't want to have big plays and you can just guy find guys. And if John o. Smith, if that's going to be the John o. Smith that we see now for the rest of the year, okay, the Patriot offense finally has a, a, has a playmaker from that position. Yeah, I don't know if he I hope he's OK. I know he left late with the shoulder injury. I haven't seen any update on that uh, yet in terms of the severity of it. But yeah. And again, if you would it wherever you are in the spread, I assume Matt, this strikes me as the five and a half. The we don't really know what we're doing is basically where we're ending up. Right. I don't I don't see this climbing or or dropping much either way. I right? think news. I think there, the potential for it to climb is there. I think. OK public money coming in on the chargers okay and i think there's a lot of love especially out west here in vegas i think there's going to be charger money that will come in so i think Mm -hmm. it could close at six or six and a half i don't Mm -hmm. think it gets to seven uh but i think that's why i'm not going to bet it because i'm going to let i'm going to wait and see how high this number could get to if if i get six and a half it'll be awesome if you give me six and a half i'm on the patriots Okay, I love it. Washington is visiting Denver. The Broncos are laying three points. The total is, as always, pretty low, 43 and a half. What do you think? Yeah, so Ben Jim's at three and a half. I would take Washington plus three and a half right now if you can get it. Yes. Uh, and, and I think the, the, the hook matters here. Uh, look, this Broncos offense is not good. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be the quarterback long term. They're another team that's going to be in the running for a, for a quarterback coming up here very soon. And it, you know, if, if it's not going to be Bridgewater and it's going to go back to Drew Locke or whatever they're going to do, they just don't have any playmakers really right now. Too many injuries with their receivers and KJ Hamler kind of being the last one when he went down. It really took out a lot of the starch from this offense. And look, the Bronco defense, we thought it was going to be great. Hasn't been great. It's been it's been. Blah. Oh, yeah. And Heineke, I, I like Tyler Heineke a lot. It, it's been fun to watch Tyler Heineke run up and down the field and. He was mobile against the Packers, and yeah. look, they had two really bad fourth down stops inside the 10-yard line that decided that game. I, yes. I think Washington wins the game outright. Yeah, um, obviously the Broncos are going to get back, it sounds like, Jerry Judy in this one, so that will certainly help them. But they, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is playing terribly, and Washington still gets enough pressure, I think, that, yep. you know, that, that's been the big thing with Bridgewater right now is that, you know, he seems to, you know, be, uh, you know, have happy feet there in the pocket. It's probably game. You're right. There are a bunch of actually three and a halfs out there. The majority of books are at three, uh, but there are three and a halfs 
um, out there right now. And at three and a half, yeah, I love Washington. I don't think I, I get there at three. I think I'd wait and hope that it gets there at three and a half. But we'll have to see. The Bucks right now are visiting the Saints. Again, haven't seen the Saints play tonight. Who knows what happens? But as of right now, the Bucks are laying four and a half in New Orleans with a total of 51. What do you think? Over. I, I think the over is probably in play here. I think both teams are going to score. I think the Bucks are definitely going to score. I like the Saints defense. I'm on the Saints over nine and a half wins. So mm-hmm. tonight's an important game. I need them to win yes. four and two because I think they're going to lose this game to the Buccaneers. And they lost the division to the Saints last year. I, I think the, this Bucks team has been really focused on winning the division this year because they didn't do it last year. So there's some extra motivation there. And I don't like Jameis up against that Buccaneer defense. That scares me tremendously. So uh, my initial read would be to lay the four and a half, although there are some fives that are popping up right now. So it yep. looks like the first move is to the Bucks. Yeah, BetMGM, you know, I know that's, uh, you know, our sponsor here. Of course, they are at five. Uh, the overall is at four and a half. I don't love it, but I probably would go with the Bucks if I had to go one way or another. And I'd probably do it sooner rather than later. This one I'm confused about a little bit, Matt. So hopefully you can walk me through it. Uh, the Cowboys are visiting the Vikings on Sunday night football, so a nationally televised game. The Cowboys are anywhere between two at BetMGM, but consensus line of two and a half. And the total is 54 and a half. What do you think about this? I'm going to get pressed here because the Vikings are on my no bet list. Mm-hmm. And I this is a standalone game in primetime. So we always, for the juice, we always like to have plays on it because I know everyone's watching it. So we like to to get involved. I, I, I don't know what to do with this game. I'm going to be honest here because the initial, my first read would be, to if you buy points to buy the two and a half to three and take the Vikings as a three point home dog. And but I am awful with Viking games and I'm not as high on the Cowboys as everybody else. I don't. Yeah, like their I guess defense. that's it. Huh? OK, so I just I don't like their defense. And I, I think everybody is just so in love with the Cowboys because it's Dak and they're five and one. I don't think they're very I, I think they're good. I just don't think they think they're as good as everyone thinks that they are. If I had to bet it, I'd take the Vikings. Yeah, that's interesting because I when I saw it, I would have expected this spread to be, especially given how public the Cowboys usually are and how well they've been playing and coming off now the uh, bye, which I, I realize the Vikings are as well, that it would have been three or, you know, even three and a half and, and you know, them wanting to get the public to take the Vikings because this is a line I think that says, even though they're on the road, to take the Cowboys. So I'm a little surprised by it. I agree. The Vikings, I feel like our team, and it's not just you, it's not just me, it's probably the vast majority of betters have no idea what to do with because at times, right, they come up and, you know, they they make their showing and then you think like it's going to be something good and then they just aren't there. No idea what to do with them. Kirk Cousins in primetime, always a little nerve wracking. I still lean the Cowboys, Matt, if it's under a field goal. Like, I, you know, because I, I do have more faith. I agree their defense isn't quite as good as people think it is. They are just more opportunistic. They cause a lot of turnovers and stuff like that. That's not going to go on forever. And Kirk Cousins is has played better, you know, excellent, I think, for the most part this year. Um, but still, man, I don't know. It's weird. I, uh, I will lean the Cowboys, but I'm not going to make my final proclamation about it yet. Now, a Monday night game here. The Giants are visiting the Chiefs. Uh, the consensus spread here is 10. The Chiefs are laying 10. The total is 52. Patrick Mahomes apparently is going to be fine. Clear concussion protocol. That's good. The Giants have 40,000 injuries that we are waiting to see about. So what do you think here at 10? Why the Chiefs in Clemson, they're, they're both laying double digits this weekend. And I cannot figure out why. I don't care who the Chiefs are playing. 
Why are they laying 10 points? I know it's the, the Giants. It's the Giants. They're, they're a mess. The Chiefs are, are an mess. absolute mess. Yeah. And, I mean, fine. Maybe they go ahead and destroy the Giants, but this screams teaser, teaser, teaser. Like, take this thing down to four and take Kansas City because I don't like this game at all, but I don't think I, – I, I don't trust them to cover 10. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I, it's rare you trust the Chiefs to cover, just generally speaking, but – I, I don't know, Matt. I at ten. It's a 10, trap. Yeah. A oh, trap. I agree. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I'm not going near it. I'm not going near it. Out of curiosity, where does this? Let's assume, obviously, everybody in the Chiefs. We know Mahomes is healthy. Let's assume the Giants are probably not getting back Saquon Barkley. That's my guess. But let's right. assume they're getting back Sterling Shepard. They're getting back, you know, a couple pieces or something here or there. Where do you think this line ends up? Ten. Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. You think it goes up? Oh yeah. There's no, this line. This line's not going down. No <laughs> okay. Way. All this right, line's so going. Like this, this line's going up. Absolutely. So then you wait. You wait then for the Giants. Oh and yeah. If you, and if you want to tease it down, you do it now. If you want, I mean, to, to me, it's it's more or less getting it below seven is going to be the most important thing. So this okay. number is not going. It's not going to go to thirteen. Okay. I'm stunned if it's going if it goes if it's that much movement, we get three points. So it goes to thirteen. I don't think so. So all right. I I think, I think eleven and a half. I think the line will close under twelve. All right, Matt, the Giants offense stinks. The Chiefs scored three points uh, against the Titans, the total of 52 or 52 and a half. Any thoughts on it whatsoever? I would go under, but I'm not betting primetime unders. Forget it. I want, I, yeah. I, want no part, I want no part of primetime unders because of what we talked about right at the top. Yeah. These these referees are throwing flags on pass interference. Ugh. You breathe, you breathe on somebody Ugh. and a flag's coming out, in particular in the red zone. You know, that's it. So... Just no. I, I mean, the Colts got three touchdowns on pass interference calls last night. Yeah, that was a bad beat, man. Bad beat. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining me. I was glad I wanted to have you on here, at least for one of these early ones. We don't get a chance to talk as much as we used to. Remind everybody, of course, Daily Juice, but remind everybody where we find more of you. At Sports Talk Matt on Twitter, Daily Juice on our Betting Pros YouTube channel for the video, and then wherever you get your audio podcasts, just go and search the Daily Juice, and you'll find us like everywhere, like even Audible. You find us everywhere. It's on every audio platform, you will find the Daily Juice. And again, the Daily Juice, I, I don't just say it because it's under the Betting Pros umbrella. It is one of my favorite podcasts for sure. It's a great listen. Matt does a great job. He records it no matter what. He's been in a hospital. He's had no <laughs> cell service. He's done everything he can. And again, don't forget, guys, check out uh, our uh, Discord over there, bettingpros.com slash chat. Matt is in there all the time. I'm being pulled in there more and more, and I can't get away. It's fine. It's <laughs> fantastic. Tons of people in there. Great talking about every possible betting angle. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. We'll be back later this week with the College Football Betting Podcast. And then again on Thursday, giving our best bets for the NFL Sunday. I will talk to you then. 